That is my favorite sound. Can you play that sound for me real quick? <laughs> I love it, yo. I love it. That was like the that's what it is. De La Soul has many hit records, many dope records, but the, <laughs> my top five is that sound. Right there. <laughs> What's up, Kev? How you doing, man? I'm chilling, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, man. Good, good, um, good weekend. I did actually, man. Shout out to the girls volleyball team that I coach. My daughter's team. Well, it's not a girls volleyball team. It's a youth volleyball team. And uh, yo, man, four no, four no this this nice. Saturday. So nice, yeah. It was out there kicking butt. Nice. Yeah, stop. So scholarships, scouting out. I'm trying to get them ready for high school, man. I, you know, it's funny, man. I have, I have a. Well, my dog decides to wild out as soon as I start doing the show. I have two regrets in life. Only, only two major regrets. All right. One of them, of course, is not going to college. I kind of, I wish I would have just gone to college. Uh, the other one is not playing volleyball in high school. Man, my friends uh, told me it was gay, so I didn't play it. And uh, now I'm like, man, I should have played. Man, my my older cousin played. He went to college playing. I'm, I'm I wish I would have played. Yeah, so. you could have had a whole whole host of ways to bust your knee. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't have actually. Maybe I wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> So shout out to my friends, man, and shout out to shout, shout out to uh, you know the uh, idiotic masculinity of uh, of the mid '90s. So, yeah, <laughs> we love it. Yeah, hip hop. Um, yo, really? Right now, can you hear the dog? No. Like now is it, he hasn't drank water all day, and now it's like the loudest. Like he's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Damn nature. <laughs> all right. Opening question. So, yes, sir. shout out to my neighbor Julio. Julio has an opening question, but based on the way we're going to go with this episode, I'm going to save it for next week. So, shout out to Julio. Okay. Right. But, you know, that it might be a little too serious of an opening question. So, I'm going to tell, tell you this story, and, and you tell me how I should have responded. All right? So, it's not so much an opening question. It's how would you have responded? You can reverse the roles, but how would you have responded? Okay. I like this. Right. I like this. Should make <laughs> so, this a recurring segment. And you know what? I'm I'm with that. That should be the Sakota ones. So I'll give you a scenario in my life and, and I, who how you respond. All right, real quick. So uh I mentioned volleyball, I was coaching, um, and I just grabbed a hoodie and mopped out with it. Like I was you know what I'm saying? So I I wore a hoodie and this is not like a black youth volleyball league. This is a, a pretty a bit of Teams coming from Glendale, you know, you can only imagine. So I had on a hoodie that said extra black, right? So the whole, <laughs> which, you know, I didn't care. Like, I'm like, whatever, I am. But but my hoodie said extra black. Shout out to uh, FWMJ, right? Um, so the young, a young lady on my team, shout out to my squad, Young Chinese girl, she comes up to me. She says, "Oh, I read your shirt. I, I read your hoodie. I love that hoodie." She says, "You ready? I'm gonna get one that says extra yellow." All right, how would you have responded? <laughs> I had for once in my life, I had zero response. I was like, "Uh, uh." <laughs> You should yeah. go do I, it. Anything that I said felt like it would be like 
the the worst possible thing to say, right? Mom goes up, comes up to me like, "Why would you tell her to get one?" or "Why didn't you tell her to get one?" You know what I'm saying? I was like, "Yo, oh, cool!" Like, I, oh man, that's what we do here on this show. We shape the minds of tomorrow. <laughs> Kev, reverse the situation. How do you respond? What do you say? <laughs> I, I would I would laugh hysterically. <laughs> I would probably make my shorts extra yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it was hilarious, man! I had I, I had zero idea yeah. how to respond. It this goes along the last. I uh, another off-air story about uh, two young ladies arguing about culture. Um, uh oh! And that practice of me standing there like, <laughs> don't say anything, do not say a word. <laughs> it's not your place. To, to, yeah, that's a whole time. that's a whole weird zone that I'm not in yet. I don't know if I could be in that space in a healthy manner with a, <laughs> with a you know, young person. Oh, man. They're, they're great kids, man. And uh, <laughs> you realize how impressionable kids. I would wear the hoodie again. It's just a funny response. <laughs> so, um, all right, Kev. So, before we get to the other side, you, you want to get into this. This oh, don't, uh, no, 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 this, no, no, you want to get into this, so so we're gonna get into it. This is <laughs> you you want to get into this show, like you want to talk about head spin. So we're gonna talk about it on the other side. This is Kev, you know. <laughs> oh, we're doing this. <laughs> this is what's happening. All right, man. So Kev, you know what we got? We got some some whatever we're gonna do this so we'll explain it on the other side kev are you ready i'm i've been ready for about <laughs> five six months now yeah yeah i'm ready i'm ready yeah yeah guess what all right man. you know what you're ready too i you're ready too probably more ready now than i was then apparently um <laughs> all right kev let's do this man let's go all right Rap Sucks Radio. Black, 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 black. What up, y'all? You are live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy, Trek Life, and your fam, Kevin Sakota. Extra yellow. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> it brings a whole it brings a whole <laughs> world of different possibilities to the meaning behind extra p <laughs> yo come on come on thank <laughs> y'all for tuning in <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in man we appreciate each and every one of your uh if you'd like to catch past episodes of rap sucks radio you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms and if you'd like to check us out on television you can go to bts and that's behind the scenes network what you do is you download that app or channel the btsn app or channel on your roku or any of your amazon fire devices click on that app or channel and we are there with plenty of other dope content btsn behind the scenes network we want in also, feel free to follow BTSN on Instagram, BTSN.pass. And you can, of course, follow Rap Sucks Radio on Instagram, Rap Sucks Radio. Word up. Yeah. All right. You want to catch them up? Catch them up on what happened. <sighs> All right. Week. So last week was a long week for you, wasn't it? <laughs> it's a week I dreaded. I haven't dreaded a week <laughs> in quite a while. Like, if, you know, just it, even work. I've been like, ah, right, well, you know, I live with it. But, um, 
yeah, this was a this was a dreadful week. I knew this week was coming. You know. Do you remember when we off the top of your head? Because I couldn't remember and I didn't go back and look when we recorded. Well, we're talking about headspin. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna kind of just okay, try to yeah. tease this conversation a little bit, but yeah, okay. um, we recorded with uh, Stupid Fly Media. We recorded a show, a game, a hip hop game show called Headspin. I believe this is late. Well, it had to be. Had I gone to Hawaii yet or not? Do you remember that? I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I'm not your. I'm not your travel agent there. Pal. Okay. No, I'm just thinking if I was coming. If, okay. So if if I had not gone to Hawaii yet, it was. It was December, mid December. If I had gone, it was right. January. I think, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think I had gone to Hawaii yet. Anyway, uh, months ago, we recorded this show with Stupefly Media called Headspin. It's a hip hop game show. Um, you can go to what is it? Headspin at at Headspin on Instagram. At Headspin Headspin Game Show, I think. Yeah. At Headspin Game Show on Instagram, we confirm that. Um, but anyway, it's a hip hop game show. You got to answer some hip hop trivia questions. Really, it kind of goes to an overall music trivia uh, more than just a hip hop uh, no, trivia. It's all, but it's all hip hop. It's, it's all not hip-hop. though. It's it's not though. Yeah, head spin game show. Um, we knew we were going on the show. Uh, you know, there was some mild trash talk. I I recall, which is the most embarrassing, saying that when it gets to the tribe or native tongues questions, I'm 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 in. I'm all in. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, that's why I feel like Jeff, the Boston fan, kind of spared me. He could have, he could have, uh, he could have went in because that's yeah. That was... You said that on the on on this very program, didn't you? And and on Facebook, and on Facebook, wow. it started. I typed it out. So there's some receipts out there. I don't, I don't mind. I'm taking my L. That I'm taking my L. But so all the anticipation builds up, and the show releases last week, and ladies and gentlemen, Kev Sakota won. The dual rap sucks radio duel on Headspin Game Show. Thank you, Stubbs. So, the uh, <laughs> the the key here is um, I am going to take this loss with grace. I am not going to talk any trash. Uh, you know, I, I took my L. I'm uh, not going to go out like a Clipper fan or Patrick Beverly. I'm it's going a safe to safe space. You know, it's a safe space for talking trash. So Kev decided that instead of going through our usual Rapsucks Radio thing where we go through our articles and shows, the show you love, the show all of you enjoy, Kev wants to turn this show into a bragging session for him to where, <laughs> where we go through the, the Hedgeman episode. So oh <laughs> with that goodness. being said. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, you know you should get a sweatshirt that says extra petty. <laughs> that was, hey, I wonder what the response would be to that. No. <laughs> Oh, uh, let me ask you something. Uh, in your heart of hearts, nice. going into the uh, taping of, of uh, Headspin, what honestly did you think your chances were of winning? 50-50. Oh. 50-50. Um, I would say off the top of my head, if it's you or Suge, uh-huh. then I'm like, all right, this is gonna, this is a competition. Um, I'm talking about shout out to Omega, shout out to Fizz. I'm talking to the people that I've been hanging out with for the last 20 years. <laughs> I'm saying if it's you or Suge, I, f- I feel like, yeah, it's, it's going down. I, I, everybody else, eh, I mean, Six Rock maybe. But so I, was, I thought it was 50-50. Was yeah, I didn't think it disappointment was. disappointment directed toward you online. There was, man. There was, and there should be, man. I, I, yeah. I missed some easy questions, but we're going to go through that. We're going to go through. 
I understand that I let the we people talk down. about it a few you times. Know what I, mean? I understand okay. I let the people down. It's extra black hoodies versus <laughs> not extra black hoodies, and and you know, and everyone <laughs> knew how one of us would act if we won. <laughs> <laughs> But there's so much into so Kev, what are we gonna do, man? How are we how are we gonna go through this? Well, we have the the way the the game breaks down is that there's three rounds of seven questions. Um, so while one person is answering, the other person is actually their sound is turned. We're in we're in individual booths, which yep. actually I realized is not really evident when you're listening to it. Like I oh didn't yeah quite yeah we're yeah, we're in isolation. So yeah, we're in our own booths, so you can't hear what the other person is answering, and then and then it's your turn, and then you, we come together. And, and uh, uh, by the way, shout out to the host, Magic Most Cheap shout Shot, the executive most. producer, Craig Smith, shout producer, Craig. 007, the whole the whole crew there. But um, yeah, and then and then they you know in between each round they go through the answers and total up the score, and then and then at the end of the show, um, uh, of course that that's when they tell me that I won. <laughs> so that's. So I'm thinking, what, I'm thinking we, what we'll do is we'll start with just you. You were the first uh, person to answer answer questions in the first round. So we can, I was, yes. We kind of jump right first. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. We're gonna go through the rounds, y'all. Let's oh, yeah. go through the rounds. Yeah, and if you want me to, pause I this, haven't listened this, uh, to anything past the first round, so this is the first time I'm actually listening to, to wow, anything past bad. the first round. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it gets it gets even better in the second and third rounds. But if you want me to pause it, I can pause it. Just just give me the high sign. Okay. Uh, well, I might say skip, not pause. Skip. Okay. <laughs> well, that's not. That's not. A, I don't think I have that button. Here we go. Right, let's go. Are both of you fantastic hosts of Rap Sucks Radio ready to go? Yes, sir. Are you not ready really. for this competition? Let's get it going. I wasn't really ready. Life, you'll be first. Oh. That means Kev, you're going into the booth. Word. Started with a bad attitude. All right, Trek. This is the first round. Each question is worth 100 points. Let's see how many of the seven questions you can get correct in 60 seconds. Some commentary. After I ask commentary the first while this question, is happening. Here we go. Name the two guest MCs that perform on Tupac's "I Get Around." Um, oh God, Money B, and um. This is where I knew on, I was why done. Why would that not be in my brain right now? That's crazy. Shaggy. Finish this line from Shook One's Part 2 by Mob Deep. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous. You heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. Which member of Kid and Play had the high top fade? Kid. I Wish My Brother George Was Here was the debut album released by which member of Hieroglyphics? I Wish My Brother George Was Here was Dell. Which of these... SAT, uh... Pause it right there. SAT skills. I know. Repeat yeah. the question. Well... Repeat the question. Yeah, delay. By the way, there are sixty seconds total to answer all seven, as many of the seven questions as you can. At the, in the intro of the show, one, one of the questions that was asked of both of us is: If aliens came to Earth, what song would you play for them mm -hmm. to to best ex exemplify hip hop? Right? What was yes. your answer? Do you remember? Catch a bad one by Dale. And then you and then you fumbled on that. You almost, no, I didn't. I, re I repeated the question. That's I was just. It's that's the you know you learn that you learn that. From, yeah. Would you say you did better on the SATs than you did on Headspin? Absolutely, by far. Yes, yes. <laughs> it goes towards my original regret of not going to college. I actually did very well on my SATs. So, yes. All right, let's move on. <laughs> 
three MCs did not get a Weird Al parody? Coolio, Vanilla Ice, or MC Hammer? Oh, Vanilla Ice. I guessed this, by the way. Name the legendary record executive who founded Uptown Records and was responsible for launching such artists as Heavy D, The Lost Boys, and Father MC. Oh, is that Andre Harrell? (laughs) Gangstar was first released in 1989. Name their debut album. Stephanie Arena. (laughs) Oh, Oh, fail. You scored six out of seven questions correct in that first round. How are you feeling right now? Man, like I should have got seven. Which one I get? Can I do it? Do I need to know which one I got wrong? Hey, slow down. Come slow down. On. We're going to talk about it, Trey. Man. We're going to talk about Man. it. All right, Trey, mm. head into our booth as we bring out Kev. Word up. Yeah, get in there. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Yeah. So. This, okay, I don't want to. I'm not going to do all the commentary on this. So listen. <laughs> yes, you are. You're dying to talk. I can see it in your face. <laughs> no, I'm telling yes, you. I ordered the, the code red. The <laughs> the more the the morning the moment that I couldn't think of Shock G. Mm. I think in the back of my mind I'm going, dude. If these questions get any more difficult, I'm screwed because I knew the answer. You know what I mean? But it was like it's right in there. It just would not. It would not move from the back of my brain to the front of us. Anyway, so. So just to, that's just how you knew that I knew I was pretty much uh, in in trouble if things got more difficult. Okay. All right, but go you ahead. Know, still, still a lot of game to play. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to how it's done. We'll <laughs> skip past the last question. <laughs> nope, you got it. Nope. Oh man, I, I have a, and we I got have a the skip exa- button on this. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did not get to this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. Here we go. All right, Kev, how was your time in the booth? Fantastic. Took a nap. Took a nap. <laughs> Kev, are you ready for round one? Yeah. All right, Kev, you got 60 seconds after I read this first question. Here we go. Name the two guest MCs that perform on Tupac's I Get Around. Money B, Shock G. Finish this line from Shook One's Part 2 by Mob Deep. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous. You heard of us. You heard of us, official Queensbridge. You didn't really murderers. finish the line, by Which the way. You added to the line. Play had the high top fade. Whack. Kid. I wish my brother George was here. Was the debut album released? Del. Which of these three Dude. MCs did not get a Weird Al parody? Coolio, Vanilla Ice, or MC Hammer? Vanilla Ice. Name the legendary record executive who founded Uptown Records and was responsible for launching such artists. Andre Harrell. Gangstar was first released in 1989. Name their debut album. Pass. I think that's the end nope, of that one. run it. Run it. Gangstar run was it. first released in 1989. Yeah. Name their debut album. The words I manifest. Woo! Damn, Kev, you we named two. Seven At least you named a single, but we knew. one. I felt okay. Should have been seven. Should have been seven. <laughs> oh, man. Let's bring out Trek Life. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> okay, look. We knew. Shout out to my man Omega. We talk about him a lot on the show. Great dude, yeah. man. Great MC. Um, we knew. Him and Fizz. Shout out to my man Fizz was going to say. So uh-huh. Omega said something. Fizz just gave me a, a L, but Omega did did. <laughs> Call us out on, on missing no more Mr. No more Mr. Nice Guy. But yeah. There's no yeah, I'm just have to tell you. We yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bye. it was Hell. terrible. It was awful. I'm I'm glad I just passed on it and then that was that was it. <laughs> the pain was over. 
<laughs> and then he repeated the question. He was like, pass. He was like, okay. Now, same question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. The sad thing is that I was like, well, aside from that, I think I think I kind of killed it. And then right after that, because there's obviously a lot of banter going on that we can hear that doesn't make it to the final cut. I heard, I think it was Craig said something like, has that ever happened before? And I'm thinking, oh, this dude actually answered six questions correct. Yeah. We, again, we can't hear each other, right? So I'm yeah. thinking, he, I'm thinking you did way better than I thought you were going to do. Well, I did so initially. We tied. You got that going for you. You didn't think I was able to answer those six questions? Are you crazy? Those six ones? Yes and yes. No and yes. Yeah, right. no. I don't know what you're talking about. I am crazy. Yeah, a little bit. All right. In this, in, at, least, at least in that regard, yes. All right, let's see how you reacted to to the correct answers. Kev Trek's incredible performance in round one. Both of you guys did fantastic. Showed out with your hip-hop knowledge. How are both of y'all feeling? Set up this one. <laughs> you only missed one? Yes. Oh, <laughs> All right, we're going to get into it. Let's talk jerk. about the answers to round one. Shock G and Money B were the two MCs on Tupac's I Get Around. All right, let's sing it together. The line from Shook One's Part 2 by Mob Deep, I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous. You heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. So what was that? Just one person? Yeah, because Kev did Kev, where were Just you no at? participation yeah. whatsoever. Well, I thought you were yeah. going to step on my line again, Mose. <laughs> 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 the member of Kid and Play with the high top fade was Kid. I Wish My Brother George Was Here was the debut album from Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Vanilla Ice did not get a Weird Al parody, but Coolio and MC Hammer did. Both y'all was quick to get this one. I couldn't even get the question out. Andre Harrell was the legendary record exec who founded Uptown Records. This is where you drop the ball. This is where both of y'all couldn't come together and pull it off. No more Mr. Nice Guy was yeah. Gangstar's oh. first album released in 1989. Damn. Damn. I can't believe you didn't get that. You didn't get it either. You said step into the arena too, didn't you? I said Jazzmatazz, but that was the <laughs> Luke Combs first round. <laughs> After round one, we've got a tie game with both Trek and Kev of Rap Sucks Radio scoring 600 points. We still got two more rounds of head spin. Let's see if either of these old heads will pull ahead in our second round where questions are going to be worth 200 points. Round two is coming up next after these messages. I mean, this is not a good show. The listeners don't want to hear this. Like, I'm just trying to tell you right now. Like, and people have tuned out. Like Nobody wants to hear anything further beyond this. Matter of fact, I want you to, to go to... Rap Six Radio and tell Kevin how much you didn't like this episode of all the 139 episodes we did. I was just going to ask this one. If, is. Did, so you're saying that you just stopped listening? After yeah, I stopped right here. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear it no more. What did you, if it was on a cassette, would you have thrown it out your car window? No, but remember when we used to side note, remember when we used to sunroof CDs? <laughs> remember I'm that? Asking. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I wouldn't have sunroof. Good job with that, by the way. Out. You probably caused all the plastic pollution. Oh my god, so that. much littering. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But man, some of that music was whack. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's really bad. <laughs> flex with the sunroof too. Oh, what on a, on the two hundred dollar <laughs> prelude? Yeah, great. So, <laughs> just happened to have a sunroof. <laughs> 
So, so should we just end this? <sighs> you know go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Where were we? All right, Kev, you'll be kicking off round two in Trek. That means you'll be heading into our sweaty booth. Okay, Kev. Which is a fact. Ready for it's hot as hell in that booth. I am. All right, let's do it. 60 seconds starts after the first question. Here we go. Name the child actress on the Cosby show who went on to perform a rap oh, album so entitled whack. Here's to New Dreams, which features a young Missy Elliott. Pass. Which MC guest features on Mary J. Blige's smash single What's the 411, which was also the name of her album? Grand Poobah. What was the name of the teenage member of the Native Tongues who released the single Roadrunner in 1980? 19- Master Ace Incorporated consisted of which hard-hitting female MC? Paula Perry. Name the production duo famous for their work on Paul's Boutique consisting of... Just Brothers. Before the Gravediggers, Fuquan was a member of what New York hip-hop group? Hmm, pass. For which film was Ice-T nominated for the best breakthrough performance at the 1992 MTV Movie Awards? New Jack City. Name the child actress on the Cosby Show. Raven Simone. Yeah. All right. That's the end of round two for you, Kev. That's it. All right, Kev. You got six out of seven questions correct in round two. That's, right. That's how stressed how out you, you were. You didn't even talk after that. You know, I feel good. I feel great. <laughs> I feel warm. How you think I Trek think, feels? I hope he's as warm as I am right now. What did you say? That's how nervous I was. Yeah, because you didn't even respond. Usually, you always have a, a quick, snappy thing to say, but right after you were nervous, say say you I wasn't. Was, I was I was nervous. I got nervous. It's like I came in loose. <laughs> I was fine, but when I heard that you had tied me on the first round, that's when I said, "I said, oh, this man came to play," which I right. quickly found play out. The was, thing, was play the second round. No, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear the end of your joke. I can let right, you let's bring out track. All right, Trent, you ready to wipe off that uh, sweaty brow? <laughs> no, nah, I'm ready. Let's do this, man. The questions in this round Tight. are worth 200 points. You got 60 seconds after I read the first question. I'm totally chewing my stubble show, my Let's bad. do this. Let's do it. Here we go. Name the child actress on The Cosby Show who went on to perform a rap album entitled Here's to New Dreams, which features a young Missy Elliott. That Tatiana Ali? Which who MC cares? guest features on Mary J. Blige's smash single What's the 411, which was also the name of her album? Tatiana Ali. What was the name of the teenage member of the Native Tongues who released the single Roadrunner in 1992? Okay, um, pause this. Yo, pass real quick. Pause this. Ma- pause this. I listened. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I need y'all to understand this. <laughs> she Ali would have immediately come to mind had Tatiana Ali not come to mind. Early. Listen, I thought every item, it was Muhammad Ali, Layla Ali, <laughs> Kilo Ali even came to mind. And, and that was the thing. I kept thinking Kilo Ali, the, the, the uh, rapper from Atlanta. And I could not get that name out of my head the whole time. But that that. First question, I was done. After that, I was this like, "These you, are the qu- these are the questions we asked." After this, just it, it was disassembled. Over. Yeah, I fell apart. Go ahead. Man. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite part of the show. Mr. Ace Incorporated consisted of which hard-hitting female MC? <laughs> um, 
God dog. I'm tripping, yo. Name the production duo famous for their work on Paul's Fail. boutique consisting of Easy Mike and King Gizmo. I would have never known Pass. this. Before the Gravediggers, Fruquan was a member of what New York hip hop group? That's his on it. For which film was Good job. Ice Give me more credit for that. One. For best breakthrough performance at the 92 MTV Movie Awards. Um, um, <laughs> uh, Law and Order. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, that's time, Trek. That's time. God, dog, yo, that's Trek. Get out of here, Trek. <laughs> All right, Trek, you got. Oh. Wait, let's see what you got. Two out of seven questions. God, Whoa. 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 <laughs> <sighs> had you talking to yourself now mind you i was deprived of being able to hear any of this until just last week you realize that right <sighs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> still, actually let's just listen to that whole thing again oh my god no 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 all right kev trek rod digger though about these correct rod in round two all right raven simone Raven Simone was a child actress on the Cosby Show. That's Her right. album was titled "Here's to New Dreams," which featured a young Missy Elliott. Trek, what happened here? We ain't even supposed to be talking about the Cosby Show no more. Ain't we supposed to any kids? You can't. Grand Cuba <laughs> features on Mary J. Blige's smash hit "What's the 411." Chi Ali was the teenage member of the Native Tongues Collective. Paula Perry was the hard-hitting female MC and Master Race Incorporated. I said, Rod Digger, son. <laughs> I'm going to just walk right now. I'm going to just spin the wheel right now, fam. <laughs> the Dust Brothers was a production duo famous for the work on Paul's Boutique. Now, Kev, you missed this one. You passed on it. Stethosonic is the group that Fruquan of the Gravediggers uh, was in before the Gravediggers. Word. I got that one right, by the way. Wow. <laughs> Just so you know. How do you know that one? I mean, I just, you know, I'm familiar with Steth Sonic, unlike, you know, Kev, who just knows Raven Simone. <laughs> Fact. The good. film that Ice T was nominated for at the 1992 MTV Movie Awards was New Jack City. All these answers are in my head. I'm like, Juice? No, he wasn't in Juice. Like, what's going on? It's not Wild Style. That wasn't 1992. What are we doing right now? At the end of round two, Kev has a lead with 1,800 points to Trek's 1,000 points. It's anyone's game because the next yeah. round, correct oh, answers will be worth 300 points, giving each Golden Age Gladiator a chance to take home our title of Headspin Champion. Why well, we don't need to listen to all of this, right? I mean, come on, what, however, skip ahead. Like, <laughs> we know what happened. Like, it's like listening to the commercials. Shout out to most, man. That's my guy. But like, come on, this is rap radio we, <laughs> what, are we, what, are we, what are we talking about right now i so kev did marketing for raven simone correct was it or the dust brothers you so the two the two two of the answers you would actually worked with the artist right i don't know what you're talking about tell the truth man tell you want to show now tell the truth <laughs> one of my first uh one of my first jobs in the record industry was at MCA Records at a time when I believe Raven Simone's record came out on one of those labels. So I have that record somewhere in my garage. What an what a what an unfair advantage. And the Dust Brothers. That is an unfair advantage. And the Dust Brothers uh before they were doing any of the production stuff like with Delicious Finals. Well, I think before, yeah. 
they did a, a radio show on the same station that I was on with Phys Ed and, and those guys. So <sighs> this is why. This is why. This is why also, like, I gave I gave them all the questions to ask also. You know? I mean, I'm like, how I'm starting to, you know, is anybody else listening to this thinking, you know what? That's two very unique circumstances over there. Oh, this, All right. is, this is sounding cool. very big. C-O-N spiracy. <laughs> C-O-N. Right? Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> I blame it on vote by mail. All right, we ready? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Trek. How you feeling? Round three. This is I ain't giving up. At this point, Yo, man, I'm I'm ready to say you know the comeback of the century. Let's do it. Come back, mm -hmm. no. Let's go. I ain't believing you. Seconds will begin yeah. after I read this first question. Here we go. What does the acronym for the East Coast Family Kid Group ABC stand for? Another bad creation. Strong. Lord Jazz was the DJ for what iconic rap group? Pass. Name the MC Hammer formed female rap group that released their debut album in 1989 entitled Wild and Loose. Oaktown 357. Master China, Kumu, Ultraman, and Brother J are a few of the members of what pro black rap group? X Clan. Which rap Extra group black. was the first to ever perform on the Jay Leno show? Oh my god, run DMC? Name the iconic hip-hop producer responsible for the baritone sax-driven track entitled The 900 Number. 45 King. On the Judgment Night soundtrack released in 1993, which rock band did Run DMC pair up with to create the song Me, Myself, and My Microphone? Pass. Lord Jazz was the DJ for what iconic rap group? Oh, God. I don't know. Set to Sonic. <laughs> I don't know at this point. <laughs> Alright, Trek, that's time. That's time. You're out. Oh, Alright, Trek, you got four out of seven questions correct in round three. You did better than round two. Ah, how you feel? Uh, you know. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You win some, you watch Kev bomb so you can win some more. That's really what happens. <laughs> Alright, Trek, let's bring out Kev. Yeah, let's bring him out. Let's bring him out. I'm not sure why we decided to do this on this show, but I will tell you this. <laughs> the Judgment Night soundtrack, shout out to Suge. I feel like this might be a Suge thing, but only song I listened to was uh, De La Soul. Falling, the De La Soul joint, De La and Teenage. Teenage Fan Club. Teenage Fan Club, right? Yeah, that's the only yeah. song I listened to off that record. I never listened to any other song. So, yeah, I was you don't like, to Sonic either. I don't, but that, okay, so Grave Diggers, that was the thing about Grave Diggers, was that, you know, it was like a, like, you know, Stethosonic was like a weird Stethosonic type comeback thing. But, so I knew that. But yeah, I didn't listen to anything but Fallen out of that sense. Matter of fact, I might listen to that tonight. <laughs> no, I don't think you're missing anything. Yeah, it was a dope song. That song was dope. The rest of the soundtrack was. Yeah. It was rock and rap mixed together for a soundtrack. Shout out to Tom Petty. Shout out to Tom Petty. <laughs> it's not unusual. Go ahead. Is that Tom Petty? It's not Tom Petty. I think that's Tom Jones. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> you, you, you'd do great on any music-related game. You're right. If it, Listen, <laughs> very, very specific questions. Name a rapper from Carson with the last name Kaz. Raskaz. <laughs> like, you need to be very, very specific. <laughs> Tom Ali? <laughs> at some point. 
That's a that's a that's a pretty horrendous name. As soon as listen, I'm not I'm not trying to be this. This is no disrespect to anybody. Please don't take this as disrespect. Please, please, please. Once we start leaning towards like like non-black hip hop artists, I'm, I'm gonna start to fall off immediately. Unless it's like Mountain Brothers or Bamboo or like Kid Frost. <laughs> it's like Cypress Hill. Like I would just start to I would start Wait, to slowly make my way out round? the door. Huh? Did this happen did that happen in the No, show? I'm just thinking the Judgment Night soundtrack and Oh yeah. 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 It was a thing. You know, it took it a happened. Time. All right, go ahead, Kev. Good. Your winning round. Let's finish All right, this Kev. Out. Welcome to round three. I think I this is your chance to win. But first, how do you think Trek did in round three? Horrendously. <laughs> Correct <laughs> answers in this round are worth 300 points. Here we go. What does the acronym for the East Coast Family Kid Group ABC stand for? Another bad creation. Lord Jazz was the DJ for what iconic rap group? Lords of the Underground. Name the MC Hammer formed female rap group that released their debut album. Oh, count three, five, seven. Master China, Camus, Ultraman, and Brother J are a few of the members of what pro-black rap group? X-Clan. Which rap group was the first to ever that perform right. on the Jay Leno show? Tribe Called Quest. Name the iconic hip-hop <laughs> responsible for the baritone sax-driven track entitled The 900 Number. Mark the 45 King. On the Judgment Night soundtrack released in 1993, which rock band did Run DMC pair up with to create the song Me, Myself, and My Microphone? Biohazard. All right, that's it. All right, Kev, you answer five uh, oh. out of seven questions. Five out of seven. <laughs> what was the total five score? Five out of seven. You didn't, you, you didn't say Mark the 45 King, by the way. I think that's a ding. You get dinged for that, don't you? You didn't finish the line. You didn't finish. Uh, you actually stepped on the the, the mob deep line. So we're we I, 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 I want to go back to the judges and ask. I think they cleverly edited that because I think I was saying it over him mm. in the original in the original version. All right. So no, you get no. You get no. no nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Forty five king is fine. No wins. <laughs> Forty five king is perfectly fine. It's a perfectly acceptable answer. So man, I, so yeah, dude. How how are you feeling now? Is it, does it still sting? Uh, no, no. It's uh, it's now that fine. You've heard the full loss in context. Uh, yeah, I didn't need to hear it again. That's fine. We we you know. <laughs> man, did you? I don't know if you noticed there was a dude who said that uh, those were not the members of X Clan. Those are the members of Dark Sun Riders. The names okay. That were mentioned. I didn't hear like Sugar Shaft or. Whatever, but that's what I I'm heard. Saying, brother yeah. Jay, and immediately said, "That's all." That's all I heard was brother Jay. So we both guessed correctly on that one, I guess. Yeah, or incorrectly correct in, in the same incorrect way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That would be awesome, though, if the first uh, rap artist that Jay Leno ever had on his show was X Clan. That would have been great. Yeah, that would have been great. That's yeah, it's so many. You find out on shows like this um, how much you. You know, you listen to a lot of hip hop, like right. I would say that both of us could say that we listen to a lot of hip hop over over the years. But it's weird to discover what you didn't listen to. You know what I mean? Like for somebody to ask a question, you're like, 
I never listened to that. You know, like a Raven Simone Missy Elliott record. I, I didn't listen oh. to that. I you know what I mean? A lot more Raven Simone than the next clan. That's for sure. <laughs> this sounds about right. If I would have gotten more than Omega um, calling me out for the Rod Digger answer, which I well deserved, calling me out for not uh, calling us out for not getting no more Mr. Nice Guy right, which is well deserved. Had I missed X Clan, Suge would have showed up at my house. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. Suge would have been like, hey, I'm pulling up. Nah, you got to come outside. <laughs> like, no way. You have Suge, was Suge yelling at the speakers? <laughs> he would have been for that one. He would have. He needs to be on that show. By the way, he'd be great yeah. on that show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there will be there will be no episode as great as as this one, just because this the people loved it. If as long as you guys were entertained and enjoyed it, that's all that matters. We, that's it. That's you know. I don't even care. <laughs> Nobody enjoyed it more than I did. <laughs> but, clearly, clearly. But the good news is there's an entire season. Of uh, of episodes coming up, they, I'm sure they're going to be released like on a weekly basis. So we we happen to be the first one uh, for of season two, first of season two. If you'd like to actually check it out, like a, like we said, um, I'm a, a fan of finding information on Instagram. By the way, so Instagram Headspin uh, Game Show at Headspin Game Show on Instagram. Um, you can also just look it up on your your favorite podcasting platform, right? Um, you can hear all all of season one. So and and of course the episode we just played and and. I mean, we played it in its entirety because Kev wanted to do that, but you can also listen back if you prefer. Um, yeah, yeah, you gotta, you have to really have to listen to the whole thing just to sort of see the gradual, really contextualize the gradual decline into madness of Trek oh, okay. life. All right. Oh, and by the way, Jeff, yeah, the money was real, and also on Instagram, I think you can check out the uh, Trek having to perform <laughs> the, the wheel of consequences. Yes, yes, yeah. it was wheel of consequences. Yes, With and no, there's there was no conspiracy. Easy. I didn't, I didn't, I completely had forgotten about the show when I cut my hair. So <laughs> there's no connection to it whatsoever. <laughs> you realize that wig had been on several other people, and you came home and cut your hair. <laughs> hey, black people don't get lice, man. Black people don't get lice. So I felt safe from that. Um. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was very fun. Shout out to us. I also uh, ran into and met for the first time on me and Brandon from the Bay Area. Sorry, something's crazy outside. Uh, Brandon from the Bay Area. So shout out to him. Um, he bet. He was like, yo, my money's on. on he didn't officially bet on me, but when they announced the show, he so yeah, sorry, bro. You would have lost your money. So good thing there wasn't no real money exchange. Oh, I took I took that bet. On the side. <laughs> you didn't. There's no way you did. You jumped in the, jumped in the DMs just real quick. <laughs> Doubled, doubled up my, doubled up my cash. And we did, I mean, I don't know, and we did have an agreement. No matter who won, when we knew we were going to be on the show, we had an agreement that the uh, the winner would buy round of brews. So thank you, Kev, for the brews. Well, thank you, buddy. Thank you for losing with so much grace and dignity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy you didn't hurt anything. <laughs> so ridiculous okay now <laughs> if you have not tuned out let's get to, let's get into the Dakota ones which will be in part of the film. thank you Kev <laughs> can't give me anything <laughs> alright so Pete 
I didn't think this was real. I looked it up on the internet when it initially was starting to go around and I did not think this was real, but it turns out that this was real. Uh-oh. Walmart pulls Juneteenth ice cream after backlash saying we sincerely apologize. <laughs> Kev, it is a Sakota one. <laughs> the Rapsux Radio reigning champ- headspin rating champion. What is your response? <laughs> to Did they replace it with extra yellow? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's, if you don't mind, I'd actually like to yeah. kind of get into this. Okay. I saw you post something, but I didn't I didn't really dig into it. I I, I avoid that my man shout so out this to guy does man. this guy doesn't know anything about gangstar. I'm gonna keep on scrolling. <laughs> shout out to my man Left Brain, aka Anel Rivers. He initially posted this. And myself and my man I, like we we both did the same. We Googled it. Right? When the before they had pulled the ice cream, it was Juneteenth ice cream. Um and we were like, nah, that's not that's not a real thing, right? Um, but it turns out it was actually real and Walmart has pulled it on the way to Juneteenth. I have an honest question for you though, Kev, as these types of things become more mainstream, right? Like one of the, and I'm definitely not countering here. So please do not throw me in the, in the bat. Like don't cancel me. Cause I'm not, I'm not, I'm not countering and saying that there should be an ice cream. I'm just having a conversation here. Now, you know, one of the fights uh, concerning uh, critical race theory, for example, which, you know, again, is is more whatever, is people understanding and, and including the um, history of black Americans, right? And overall, the history of all Americans, knowing that um, for many non-white Americans, that, that history includes a lot of suffering. In one way, and, and to various depths, you know, you know what I'm saying. So as we kind of nationalize these things and and make them national holidays or make them national discussions, should we expect things like this, or should there be some decorum and some tact? Well, there's there, there should definitely be more decorum and more tact across the board. I mean. What would, I mean, you cut out for a little while, so I'm not sure if you already covered this, but what, um, or I cut out for a little while, but was there a particular connection between ice cream and? No particular connection. Um, the, I mean, you know, it's just, uh, just Juneteenth ice cream. <laughs> there's no, there's no particular connection to, yes. um, to black history. I mean, there is, but I, it's not within the ice cream. Long story short, yeah. And they also had a, a they've also had a Pride Month ice cream. They also had a Pride ice cream for Pride Month as well. So okay, I'm yeah. just saying this. They're they're doing this. Yeah, I tell you what, when when uh, when it's like St. Patrick's Day and you know and and the people who's uh, ethnicity it's it's focused around have the same kind of freedom to to, to get around as, as Irish folks generally do you know which at a certain point in time in this country they didn't 
<laughs> then, then maybe you go and have have the uh, the ice cream and the uh, the merchandising opportunities and all that stuff. Okay, but there there you're you're right. You nail on nail meathead, right? So, uh, I don't know the significance of St. Patrick Day, St. Patrick's Day. Um, I'm not saying there is or isn't one. I just don't know it, right? I understand that Cinco de Mayo is not Mexican Independence Day. That is what I do know, <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of people believe. Um, and uh, like uh, Chinese New Year, which there was a debate about whether it should be called Lunar New Year. Um, I understand, mildly understand the significance of, of, of that celebration, celestial celebration. So here we are standing at Juneteenth, right? Um, and I don't particularly do there, – there are things I don't do, right? Uh, I don't wear leprechaun hats and stuff on St. Patrick's Day. I might drink, but uh, I'm not going to posture. I'm definitely not – you're definitely not going to catch me in a sombrero <laughs> on – you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. where is the line? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like where where is the line between – Basically taking the meaning out of a celebration and turning it into Cinco de Drinco, per se, right? Not even per se, Cinco de Drinco, um, and, and respecting what that celebration is genuinely for, understanding what it's for. You can drink and, and enjoy because the people – it's a celebration, right? Um, Juneteenth is not particularly a drinking holiday. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, in, the, in the vein of eating with family, um, 4th of July-esque vein if you want to put it in a vein but mm. it's not like a uh st patrick day type thing so where is the line in your opinion kev like where where do you draw the line between celebrating something and basically making a mockery of it way further back than where the walmart evidently drew it, <laughs> that's for sure but i also think it's a it's a it's a time not that the black folks who have uh observed juneteenth you know, up before last year, or you know, before two years ago, I think it's actually like the anniversary of of two year anniversary of George Floyd's murder, and, and mm -hmm. a lot of these conversations started to sort of swirl around that time again. You know, for mm -hmm. and for the first time for many people, um, but to a lot of people, it's it's. I mean, you know, it's in bad taste to do to to jump the gun on anything you know what i mean it's like so if not that it's new but if you are treating it like it's new and then you choose to to commercialize it then yeah that's that's silly you know yeah i i i, I, yeah. I mean like again if it's if someone says they find it offensive you probably screwed up chances are you you blew it you know or you're just being a dumb dumb like I saw something that I think might have been totally fake, but it was like sort of it looked like a a corporate uh like a flyer for a speaking engagement or whatever to to it was real Juneteenth. It was yeah, and it was four white speakers talking about the cuisine of Juneteenth. <laughs> the, that was that was real. You know what the first that was real? Because the first thing I said when I saw that, and I'm not gonna say who showed it to me, and I'm not gonna say who I said it to, but I've only been living with two other people. For the last three years. <laughs> I said, I said, however many was it? Was it four white people on the? It was flight? four. I think three or four. Three or four. Yeah. So I said, I said, 
I guarantee you that I feel sorry for at least two of those white people because they did not sign up for this. <laughs> no. They did and, they, and they did not feel comfortable saying, well, you're going to have at least a couple black people on the flyer. <laughs> when that flyer came out, did they, if that flyer could turn into a Brady Bunch moment, would they all have been like, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. We didn't think it would be us three or four. This is, like, this is supposed to be one of those, uh, uh, you know, one of those things is not like the other thing, and I'm supposed to be the one that's not like everybody else. I didn't think it was going to be. I didn't think we were going to have to adjust our our uh, you know brightness and contrast just to make sure that we could print this flyer. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, like really yeah. I definitely feel like because there are some people that are that are deep into into the history of of all people and understanding. So you know, I, I try not to be very disrespectful or, or I'm sorry, let me not say this. You're very upset at the people that are on the flyer. But if they all knew that they were all the speakers, I'm a little upset, right? Because somebody <laughs> should have spoke up. Somebody should have been like, yo, wait a minute, wait a minute. We can't do a Juneteenth thing with all white people in it. Like, that don't make no sense. Like, guys, guys, what are you doing? You couldn't even get Rachel Dolezal or some type <laughs> beat? Right. Oh, uh, but they could be black history scholars for all I know. But they should they if they were scholarly enough, they they would have turned around and been like, it can't be us. We we could sit there, but it can't be us. Um yeah, I I don't think I, there's a there's a um as we get to the point. And Juneteenth, one of the things that's significant for me personally is Juneteenth is the day after my birthday. Um so when I did begin to celebrate it. Uh, I had to do a lot of like making sure that I wasn't merging the two, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. that I was, that was generally paying respect and, and really it was more of learning every year. I'm learning something new uh, about the celebration. And when I do learn it, I share it. And I really feel like Juneteenth for me personally is more of an informational day, right? Um, it's like MLK day for me. I, I don't, I don't think we would all, any of us would consider MLK Day like a drinking holiday. But uh, for me, it's more informational. Like, hey, on this day, this is the significance. This is this this is what um, this individual did to forward uh, his view of freedom in this country, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Uh, but I'm often very much hungover <laughs> on Juneteenth because it's the day after my birthday. Right. <laughs> So it's a day of rest for you. It's usually like, oh man, I gotta get up and, and type something on Facebook with this headache. How am I gonna do this? <laughs> I mean, we gotta go eat. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. my answer to the question, Kev, I feel like I've done all the talking. I'm sorry, but my answer to, to the question is, how do the people? respect that how do the people respond to the holiday do as they do you know what i'm saying like i don't think yeah. we're all inclined i don't think we're all obligated to celebrate any holiday um you know there are people who don't celebrate christmas you're not obligated to celebrate christmas that's you can sit this one out um but for those that are connected to these holidays and the history of them it's not so far gone it's it's you know some of our elders are are just a, a hair away from, 
you know, the last story being told of the people who lived this era, right? So, yeah, I feel like this is not one of those holidays where you sell <laughs> merchandise and, and you know what I mean? You kind of leave that to the community. I, I feel like it, but. And, and, and the other part of it is that to the best of my limited, very limited knowledge, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a fraught occasion, right? right? right. In, in, right. in the context that it came in, that, that it should have been something that was celebrated a couple of years before Sweet. that. Yeah. If you were going to celebrate the end of something that was completely horrific, right? The official so-called end of something that was completely horrific, and and you know what? What would be this Juneteenth would be a great day to not keep uh, black people, especially who who want to vote, from being able to easily vote. Oh, that, that would be too. nice. How about Walmart awesome. work on that? You know, yeah. maybe, and then then you then I tell you what. While they're waiting in line, if it's hot, you can give them ice cream. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> but just not Juneteenth, red velvet not, cake. Not, give, yeah, you know, dealer's choice. They could pick whatever. <laughs> it won't be vanilla. Don't do that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right, man. Yeah, I, 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 I thought that that was. I, I thought it was hilarious that it turned out to be real. <laughs> so I was like, we got to talk about no. this on the show. It's a real thing. How did this happen? Uh, all right, we can move on. I. It's very Some weird. People, people are weird, man. Product people and marketing people. I just can't imagine. <laughs> you can't be that that dense. I know a yeah. ton of marketing people, man. It's some of the smartest people I know are actually in the marketing department. It's oddly enough <laughs> to some to others, right? They're not actually in the IT department. They're actually in the marketing department, and <laughs> and others, and and some of the most disconnected people I've come across have also been in the marketing department. And I would have to say that that disconnected person was sitting there making Juneteenth ice cream packages. Yeah, they were like, "This would be <laughs> this would be mad woke." <laughs> <laughs> this would be mad woke, yo. Mad, mad woke. All right, man. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in, dude. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. Please, please, um, in spite of the the loss and and the, the mild, uh, you know, scrutiny that came with it, please make sure you check out Headspin Game Show. Um, it is a, a great show. Shout out to most. Shout out to Craig. Um, shout out to the whole Stupid Fly crew. And um, for sure, shout out to and shout out to me for winning. <laughs> Let's not let's not bury the lead here. Shout out to Cheap Shot for having us on. Listen to the whole episode so you can really track the arc of how I walked in on the humble. <clears throat> and you know what? I walked out with my head held high because you know what? I crushed you. I crushed you. If you would like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Um, yo, you we need, just got you need to here. get a sweatshirt that says extra whack. That's what you need. <laughs> you know what, I'm gonna, man? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a sweatshirt that says extra sack. Wow. We're out of here. 
Thank y'all for tuning in, man. I am your home for track life. That is your fam, Kev's Cody. You can catch us on BTSN on your Roku and your Amazon Fire devices, man. We we just gonna cut this show off. We out of here like last year, man. On count of three, we say peace. One, two, three, peace. peace. Yo, we out, man. Can I can I get can you get can you hit the daylight joint for me real quick before we at, before we out of here? Can we can we just you got it? Hold up. Rocker, rocker, rocker. Aye, y'all. Peace. <laughs>